Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the universe. This is Savage King. Welcome to the Savage King. Got some things on my mind, thoughts in my heart. Hopefully, you can tune in and get in tune too. Let's take care of the business first, and then we'll do what we need to do. What's up, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to the Savage King. This is the Savage King is saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Hopefully everything is all right. But if not, be blessed, they say. Keep your head up and your ten toes down. I just want to say thank you to Anchor for creating this app and giving a person an opportunity to spill their thoughts, their emotions, their feelings. You know, give you some insight, some understanding, some knowledge. Uh, if you want to get a part of this, you need to go ahead on and get to the uh, anchor.fm on the internet. Or you can go ahead on and download the Anchor app at one of the Play Stores, Google or Apple or whatever. But come on in, do your thing. This is what it's about, y'all. We're going to make this conversation, leave some messages, leave some thoughts, set some tones, put some emotions in play. And hopefully we all can have a good time. Hopefully as we do this, we'll learn about each other and do your thing. So Anchor.fm, Anchor app. Go ahead, download them both. Get to that site. Do what you need to do. And we're going to pop. All right. This is Savage King. And Savage King saying welcome. All right, y'all. So it's about 12.10 my time in Chicago. I've had a pretty crazy year. Pretty crazy opportunities. Just crazy timeline. And sometimes I think my best is not good enough. No matter how hard you keep pressing the gas to see the best in situations of people even when you fuck up yourself or you make mistakes and say something wrong do something wrong you know out of kindness and then your heart that's what you really want to do you know you want to be a caring person because i know i'm a service person you know what i mean by service person you know, like, you know service you know i like to help be helpful you know give insight i'm not perfect never by a long shot you know i made a lot of mistakes and did a lot of crazy shit but i'm prayerful that you know my heart is always on the tone of, you know, it's not included in the, the dramatization of someone's life to keep making my life hard, you know, make it, make it unconscionable, you know, I give of myself, I think, 100% all the time, sometimes I'm not perfect enough to do it, but I get to it, run it off, and let it be, so today's conversation is about, when do you feel as though you've taken as far as you can with individual situations and how do you handle it you know how do you you know get around trying not to hurt feelings or just be real about like you know this, this shit ain't working you know or this shit ain't right or maybe we can try this or maybe we can try that but you know it never seems to go that way so you end up stressing yourself out trying to be a better person in, in whatever situation that you know you put out there in the universe you know i think you know my mother always said to me you know just keep doing good, you know, even when it gets hard, even when it seems kind of diabolical the way people are, or situations are approaching you, you know, you don't want to leave nobody thinking you just, you know, have to, you know, create chaos, create dramatizations, uh, leave a mark on them that can't be erased of pain and suffering and just negativity, you know, I'm 49, I live in Chicago, you know, so I, I try to do my thing. You know, I try to stay ten toes down and, you know, vibe with life, vibe with family, friends, loved ones, whoever in my circle. Because my circle's small. I learned a long time ago you got to, you know, minimize, you know, too many people cause a lot of chaos. 
sometimes you just gotta realize some shit just gonna work with family, friends, or loved ones. You know, you just, you just gotta do what you gotta do. But you know, today I've been thinking on some things. You know, feeling some type of way. You know, I try to monitor myself that I won't get out of pocket or do anything that you know disturbs the flow of what's going on. You know, because some people just, you know, it's day in, day out, chaos, you know, from up to down. You know, it's never no peace line. And then this peace line, it seems like, you know, you know, the more I try to do, the more I try to be available, just just be me. You know, it's not enough. You know, you can't force people to love you. You can't force people to appreciate you. You can't force people to, you know, not take your kindness or weakness. So you have to be able to, at times, step away and say, okay, where am I falling off? What am I doing wrong that this situation seems to keep escalating out of control? So, you know, I've, I've, I've been through many situations where I just had to look at people and be like, you know what? No matter how hard I try and love you, care for you, or friend you, or, you know, family member, you know, sometimes it just got to fall back. My mother used to say all the time, sometimes, you know, you just got to brush your shoulders off, call it a day, let these motherfuckers know that you ain't going to punk, you ain't going to joke, but, you know, I'll stay in my lane. I won't be trying to swerve in somebody else's shit, telling on their business or telling how they live their motherfucker life. I stay with my crew and my people, you know, and I stick in my lane and do what's necessary. But, you know, life doesn't always throw you them kind of curves, man. You know, you get motherfuckers in your life that you like, huh? Nah, I wasn't having this chaos. I mean, you know, we started off on a great road, but what the fuck is going on? You know, and, and you don't want to seem like you're the evil person pin up just all the time. I know it sounds crazy, hell yeah, but this is the shit in the kingdom, you know. You know, this this savage kingdom you see every day. You know, parents, you know, grandparents, men, women, you know, trying to coexist with each other's world. You know, and sometimes those worlds eventually implode. Your ass blow up, and then you gotta cut some people out, say some shit you don't really mean, or, or come out of pocket, that, or, or really some shit that's in you, come out, and you just trying to keep that motherfucking monster, demon, in the back of your motherfucking head, under your toes, holding up fucking room. But as I've learned through life, you know, my boss was just sitting down with me when he had an opportunity. After we, you know, I come from a nightclub industry kind of life, you know, I grew up through that kind of thing, you know, and watching people in a dose socialize with each other and how they have fun, how they, you know, it seems like it's negative or it turns out to be positive or maybe just some shit that just don't need to be, you know, you can't love something that doesn't love you back or feel as though you're just a checkmate to their next get down or next come up, you know, I don't want to be used, you know, I try, I, I've, I've used people and I've learned that's not a good feeling, that's not something you want on your, your record, somebody can pull up. This nigga's a user. Every time I come around, it's like they talk the right shit, but at the next time, you reaching in my pocket trying to pull out my motherfucking whatever that is you need for your life. But anything like that, you have to just do what you think is the best. You know, being a man, you know, and that was one thing I was I had a whole podcast for y'all today. But shit goes on in life, and you have to, you know, adapt and roll with the punches. You know, you don't, you don't let those things you know, pull you down because, you know, it's, it's not to your liking. I mean, you got a man up, woman up, put your big boy pants on, put your big girl panties on, big boy underwear, all that stuff, and just try to do your best, you know, just just try to, you know, serve and protect, you know, just like the statement from the police officer, anybody, you want to serve, be of service, you know, because that, that, that's how it go. 
You know, you, you don't you don't want to feel as though you know you're 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 the God. You the shithole. You the asshole. You the you the crazy one. You know, people see you coming and they be like, I knew, nigga, no. Oh, you know, they want to answer your call or you know, you know, you want to show that you know you, you know, I love you, I care about you, I want you to succeed, I want you to excel in your life. You know what I'm saying? Even if you ain't in my life, even if you don't go on with your life and be peaceful and have fun, that's good. I don't need nobody. You know, I see who you are as a person. I see that, you know, either you don't have to change or the situation just gonna be as it is, you know. Socialize, like, you know, I love you. You know, keep you close and do what's necessary. But, you know, sometimes it's just like, Lord, pull the gas, pull, pull the brake. You slide this motherfucking window. Jesus, take the wheel, Lord, give me some peace of mind. Let me not be the asshole. Let me not be the shit starter. Let me not be the constant day in and out motherfucker that want to press people. Do you have them problems? Do you go through them things? I bet your ass do. You know, matter if it's male, female, gay, straight, bisexual, white, black, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Asiatic, Latin, whatever, you know. Humans. You want to love them. You want to keep them close. Because you know the world don't give a fuck about you. The world will throw you a motherfucking hand where it ain't say catch. And you blowing the fuck to bits. Motion, body parts, eyeballs, ten toes down, gone. But, you know, I stay prayerful. I think I think I try to expand my mind. I think trying to be creative. I think, uh, as I always say, stay in my lane. I always say all the time, sometimes you just got to, you know, stay out the way. Because other motherfuckers want to be in the shit. They want to see shit pop off. They want to see... People sometimes feel as though chaos is fun. Chaos is good. Why the fuck would chaos be good? You wake up every day with a blessing. And a curse. Because you know you got to get up. Then you got to deal with the world around you. Then you got to deal with the people around you. Then you got to deal with the people in your circle. Then you got the people in their circle. And you know you always want to be the... You know I've always been the quiet motherfucker. I ain't gonna do all that shit. I mean, I'm not joking, laugh, but keep it real. I think to my best ability, but I don't want to seem like I'm a sucker for love. You know, I love you, yes, but you ain't gonna suck on me, you know. That shit feels like it's a little too one side and it's not, you know, equally balanced or, or you know, worthy of us both. You can kiss my ass. Fuck you and your journey. That damn like walk to the fuck seat, jump in the water, call it a motherfucking day. But you know that that's not how we do things. You know, that's not helpful to others. You may learn to balance your sidestep, you know, or you know that pivot. Oh, okay, I understand. I know what's going on. I see how you feel. Men and women both. You know what I'm saying? Love costs. Comes at a price. I talked to my mother today and she was calling to check up on me and see how I was doing. I'm saying, I'm good. You know what I mean? You know, I ain't COVID and killed my black ass yet. Thank God for it. It ain't damaged anything. You know, I just stay out the way. I do what I do that makes me happy and love the people that surround me. I try my best. But some days, some days you just want to bust a motherfucker head. Knock them off their feet like, hey, we ain't gotta do this. We, we, we too bad. We, we too, we too good for this. We got other shit to worry about. You know, the world don't stop just because you get sick or you don't want to go to school or you want to go to work or, you know, you don't want to love the person you're with. The world don't stop. The world don't give fuck. The world gonna keep spinning on these axes to each and every one of us disappear off this fucking planet. And you got to get in this world and do your best that gives you the power 
to believe that you know you're doing your best. You're giving your ten toes now, your one hundred. You know, because a lot of people don't get it in one hundred. You know, some people, you know, I think I've left many situations that was heartfelt to me. But I know in the end, if I keep tapping up against them, I'm going to hurt somebody. Or somebody going to hurt me. And I'm not one trying to put nobody in no trick bag. No girl, no boy, no kids. No nothing. I love to see people come. And I love to see people go. Because we've had our entertainment with each other. You know, we've done the kicking and laughing and joking. But then, you know, I'm kind of a person I like you know, to take my time out by myself. You know, I can sit and just stare at a wall. But I'm not staring at a wall just to look out in space. I'm contemplating some thoughts. I'm... I'm you know, you know, stretching my mind on ideas and thoughts of how I can be creative in my own creativeness space. You know, because that's what's up for me. You know, I come from, you know, house music, hip-hop, R&B, Dusty, Hells and Rock, uh, some soul, some, you know, some of this, some of that. You know, hey, I'm a Kirk Cobain fan. You know, Teen Spirit was a motherfucker, boy. That song, come on, you just, you just tune in and wild out, but... It's hard to love those who consider destruction or damage is what they want. I don't believe that's in their spirit, but it's like how you respond to acts says a lot about who the fuck you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you don't understand that you have a time limit, whether we born believe it or not, or whatever, the time limit to do dumb shit, you have time to do good shit, you got time for that middle shit where nobody knows what's going on but you. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like you know you 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 feel boxed in, or what you're experiencing is not what you're seeing? You know what I'm saying? The experience is not the vision. Wait a minute, no, we good. We hey, I don't want to see you hurt. I want to see you harm. I want to see you succeed. And like I always, you know, would tell people, you know, your own kids, you know, get up, get out, go be great. Let the world see your power and authority. Let them see that bright smile, that beautiful persona. You know what I'm saying? Some people ain't gonna appreciate you. Somebody gonna take your kindness of weakness, step on your toes and still reach in your pocket and then turn around and tell you, can you help me? I fucked up again. But then turn right back around, stab your ass in the back. Then turn back around, right back and bubble around and tell you, can you help me please? Why? I always had this thought in my head. Because <clears throat> when I was younger, you know, through the experiences and dilemmas I went through my own personal life with my parents and, you know, family, you know, is it the worse you treat a motherfucker that they want you? Or is it the more you treat a person good, the more they want you? I always had that conflict and shit, you know, the more I, the good I do, the worse the same situations come out. But the worse I do, motherfuckers on their toes, in your face, in your ass. Where you at? What you doing? Where you been? Can I call? Can I call? Boom, blow up your phone, blow up your cell phone, blow up your... Uh, what is that? Oh my God. The pager. When that was like my only way of communicating till I got a motherfucking phone. A fucking pager. But, you know, I didn't get the concept, so I tried to just visualize in my mind that, you know, that's not me. You know, I don't, I don't come to the table, you know, with destructive spirit, you know, I don't come in, I come in as, a, as I believe God, you know, made me be a help, you know, and have a help partner in my life, you know, or, or family, friends, or loved ones, you know, but, you know, if the shit don't work, my mama said, if, if, if the shoe don't fit, don't force it, just relax, let that shit go, now that's a song part, y'all don't probably know the song, if you, you heard it, that's my mama's statement, two years sometimes, you know, 
It don't fit, don't force it. Just relax. Let it go. Why are you holding on to negativity and energy that's bad? You know, the good you do in the world will come back. It may not come back instantly. Because you know what? It's like elasticity. You got to, you know, got to move the machine and, and get in position for you to receive your, your peace, your blessing, your gift. But if you can't get that, you know what to do. You know, stay in your motherfucking lane. Work your situations out. Make yourself happy and make the people around you happy. Because if that's not on the table, what the fuck are we doing? We arguing with each other. We going through dilemmas. We, you know, it's stagnated. I hate stagnation. It's just stillness. And it's not a bad thing because I do it myself. Like I said, I can sit in the room or sit at the beach or sit at the park. I used to do that when I was on the north side. Or Chicago, you know, I would go up to a beach and I would get up, you know, I, I think on you know, my off days or when I was exercising, yeah, been a minute, but I'm, don't worry about that, but you know, I would get up and I would find places that I thought were so keenly peaceful and serene, you know, so I would go sit out there and read a book, but then those were the times, but, but, but that were, there were times when I didn't need the book because I would always go, it would feel that, that comfort, that calm. That's why I always had to separate. I didn't understand it at first. My mother always told me I was anti-social. I don't think I'm not that social. I'm just anti-bullshit. As, uh, what was the TV show? Uh, I Don't Do Drama. Uh, I forget what the TV show, the network is. Uh, we do, we don't, we do drama. I don't do drama. You know, so I would sit at the beach or that, 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 close to the beach area. And it's had this little seating area. And I would sit there and I would close my eyes. And I would let the world roll around me and hear different sounds, pick up keen things, different smells, you know. You know, that the vibe was kind of like, you know, let go. You know, just let the world come in and feel the peace and calmness around you. You know, and I'm by myself, so, you know, it could have been people out there kids and shit. But in my mind, when I sat there, I closed my eyes, and I began to visualize and just quiet. Let the, let, the, let, let the world around you just, you know, bring you some kind of, you know, feeling or emotions or, or thoughts that go with him. Just sit there quietly and I'm like, yeah, we can do this. We can do that. We can have fun. We can get it going. I'm just talking with y'all. But, uh, yeah. But it's so hard at times. It's not hard. My, my, my boss is to tell me, you don't have a problem. You know, just a situation. And I started to think like, oh, no, it's not a problem. It's a situation. But something emotionally is a problem that you cannot fix. And if you can't fix it, you can't reshape it or help them redesign that thinking. You have to let them be who they are. I'm kind of like this. I just don't have time to try to babysit you when you're old enough to understand what's right and what's wrong. What's, what's the next level? What do you want out of life? And if I'm in your life as a friend, parent, or loved one, or mate, I want you to be able to communicate that. I want to be able to communicate. I don't feel like I got to, you know, hide my feelings or hide this. Or, because after a while, the shit don't come on. My mother just tell me all the time, son, what's ever in you is going to come at you. If you like to sing, rap, write poetry and all that good shit, then that's in you. It's going to be on sing gospel. That's in you. You're going to just, just, because I, oh, Lord, here we go. Um. When I was married, separated now, but when I was married, uh, my father-in-law was a minister, so he felt as though in in my approach to being involved with their child um, and us having kids, which, you know, God bless that, I would be a good candidate for the ministry. 
Well, let me see. What? Or, uh, I have to, this is what they tell you. You have to go and see for yourself. You have to walk that road for yourself. Because if not, you won't understand. Now, you know, my father a lot of the time, you know, you know, he was doing his thing, and, you know, some things I saw I didn't feel comfortable with, some things he said I didn't feel comfortable with. Like, you know, but I'm my own man, so I make choices and, you know, decisions for my family, for his loved ones, if that's what's needed for me to do. But when I was going towards the ministry, and I would be at the church during the week, be at the church during the weekend, be at the church on Sunday, because then we had Bible class and we had these different things. So, that was one thing that I was, you know, I'm saying I don't want to be in the presence of the Lord, you know, you know who I am, he created me, so you know the probably the craziest I don't get into, but once I started delving in, you know, and I started becoming a deacon, you know, excuse me y'all, went through that process, it was interesting, it was crazy, you know, when you see men and women together in supposed to be a spiritual fashion, that's why I always wonder, why in the hell? It's all these women in church. Well, that's a good thing. If that's what's in your spirit to be able to do, go that way. But for me, when I began to see this elevation, elevation, you know, lifts you up to see above stuff. And you begin to see what's above that, and it wasn't good to me. Now, if the future, and that's what the Most High wants me to do, or the Creator wants me to do, lead me accordingly. But, I didn't want to be that dude that I'm not going to say I've never cheated. I'm not going to say I never did anything wrong. I'm not a perfect man. I have my own flaws, faults, and disabilities. But what, what, what was amazing to me is when I began to go to certain places and certain things, you know, the women population would blow up out of, out, out of the water. And you would see them there, you know, praying and worshiping and and asking for whatever they needed from the Most High to help them. So when we would have like times of study, you know, reading the Bible and understanding the things of, of the nature of, 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 you know, biblical information, you know, and then we would talk, you know, your life, your experiences, your understanding, your non-understanding, what do you have a problem, what are you going through? Because that was a statement at the end of search, uh, Lord watch between me and thee. When we're absent, one from another, you know, so we, you know, want to be there as a friend, as a social, but during that process, I began to see things alter, uh, change rapidly, and this is not, let me say, this is not a, a blanket statement over every ministry that's ever, because I've seen many, and some I've enjoyed, some I've attended, some I've got something from it, but when you see a group of women show the kind of respect and tolerance for things that I thought if you're Isaiah or this, that, and that, you didn't have time to be playing around, you know, outside the jungle, or rather in the jungle. You know, you replace, but humans, we're humans. We have emotions. We need shit. We want shit. We want love. We want somebody that touches him. So what happened was through the course of my journey with that, um, I went to different places and different services and saw how lustful 
freaky than a motherfucker. Both parties were. It was just the pastors or just the, the layman or this or that. But the broad scheme, you can see where shit can go wrong. Quick, just be real with yourself. If a woman is in need or a man is in need and they, they're not getting that through their life, where do they go to give comfort? Now they say go to the Lord, go to God, but we know at times, even though we let that burden down or put that to the Lord's side, you still gotta wake up tomorrow. You're still alone, you still don't have nobody caring for you, you still have nobody treating you right, or you're involved with somebody that's cheating or harming you or, or doing kind of things. I mean, I would hear the stories these women and men would, would break down, you know, about their experience in their life. And the things they're engaged in, like you know, homosexuality, not a problem to me. That's your life. Don't you and your creator. Uh, lesbianism, you know, not a problem. Your life, your creator. I understand. And, and the process of how you got there. Or, you know, women married or women dating, looking for love. Now, I would assume you come to the church, you know, you want to get filled, and then you want to get filled, you know. So what I mean by that, you know, you want to get filled with, with a, with a, with, well, you want to let something go. Let's say, like, you want to come in, and you're stressed out, the week's going bad, your situation at home, you're dealing with a situation, you don't know how to control it, you don't want to do what, or, or, you know, the person that you think, you know, they think you're a sucker, or you're weak, or they can just get over on you, do this, that, and the third, whatnot, and the third, and I'm like, well, but what was tripping me out was that. That was, I mean, oh, that much. That was times we would have a prayer, and you know, it's like, I, it's like thirty percent women and like six, seven percent men. So you rationalize that, and they're running the church, they're doing things for the past. The past is calling up on them. They want to do this, they want to do that, they want to go here, they want to go there, but. When I got around certain ministers, you know, yeah, they talk, you know, the streets are supposed to be where the fucking streets is. I always thought that about going into the ministry. That old you was supposed to be cut off, motherfucker. And you're supposed to bring the new dude in that says, you know, I want to serve a purpose within this 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 kingdom, this this life, this world. I wanna I wanna have something that adds up to something. I'm not just out here willy-nilly, you know, throwing dick here, throwing pussy here, you know, fucking this person, fucking that And let me tell you, I am not a judgmental person to a degree. I don't want to be judgmental. I just want to understand it. So if it's a problem in my life, I can see it, understand it, and get the shit right. You know, or just stay out of the shit completely. But I will witness many things, myself included. So when I was there at times, you know, some, you know, women came and I would be there opening the door. And then me, I was working at a place called Corner Baker. So whenever they had people, oh, you're giving leftover food. No, people were hungry. I was trying to feed people with, with not waste or something left over. It was food they had in the refrigerator. They chilled. They made it that day. It was still so good. I mean, I would give it to homeless people. I, I, would, I would have so much, many goddamn sandwiches and pastas and potatoes things they had, I give that shit up left and right, cause I just wanted to do good and well done. Do good and well done. Keep doing it because that's in my spirit. I see you down and now I want to give you something. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to ask me, you got to pay me. I don't know, pick that up in my so I would bring it to the church, you know, and I would just put it in, you know, we just put it out, you know, and we'll put it in the fridge and then, you know, whenever we got winding down or, or 
take a break or something, you know, pull it out, let everybody eat something, you know, because some people maybe not have had opportunity to eat or opportunity, you know, take care of shit, you know, because they working or not working or they trying to find a job or they trying to deal with somebody who's working and going through the hell of being in that relationship or whatever that is. And I was like, no, we ain't going to do that. So I took it upon myself to take the responsible thing of asking my boss, like, yo, what you going to do? Because at the end of the night, um, most times, you know, they would throw that shit away, you know. But then I would meet people in my travels delivering food for corner bakery here and there and, you know, see homeless people here or see people who are giving out food or, or giving out soup, you know, just because I was in the downtown area. Right over there by the uh or uh the world of uh, not the world trade center, Lord help me. Uh where they did the stocks and shit like that, so I would be down there just meeting people, going through the place and seeing things and understanding. And I always would see people like giving people toothpaste or here's this, here's that, giving out, you know, energy drinks or water bottles or, or, or whatever that was. And I was committed to this for years. You know, once I started, I mean, you know, more than years I was there, let me say it like that. And um, I wanted people to know, hey, if you see me, you tell me, hey, you got something, uh, I won't have it till after this, 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 can you come here, or do you want me to bring it there, and I would be, look, I would have, at one time, now I was on the bus, I had no car, I was out there walking, but in my heart, these were my ten toes down, being a blessing, not a curse, not hanging negativity around your neck, not judging you because your life didn't go as whatever, not my job, my job is to feed you if I can. And help you with some knowledge with wisdom. To uplift you. That was the purpose. To uplift you. So I would bring it to the church. And I would share with everybody. Like oh wow. You know. Some people like I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't trip. Whatever was there was left there for the time we were there. To whoever came in the next following day. Or whatever. And they could take what they wanted. And I would put it in there. Put it out there. And I would, oh, I'm saying, I would have like two or three bags of this shit. I mean, bagged up. I'm looking at my boss like, yo, because there was a person that would come around for, um, I, it was a thing too. It was a health thing issue too. They were like, when we don't give out food, we just want nobody to get sick or poison. And that. I thought in my spirit, God wouldn't do that or anything like that would happen because I was there most of the day when they was making the stuff. So I watched, or they pre-made it by the, by the time I got there. So I always knew the night before, they always set up. And then the next day, you know, they break it down, set it up, put it together, wrap it up, get it in the back. And then people calling for orders from different buildings or different businesses. So I'm here with this little cart doing the damn thing. But to say all that, you know, I took it there, I gave it. You know, some people, you know, was cool with it. Some people won't buy it, trip about it. You know, I'm like, I get it for free. I don't give a damn. I want you to be fed. I want you to feel full. I want you to go home and feel like you came somewhere that cared enough about you in the sense of that it wasn't important what the situation was. It was just important that you were physically fed and hopefully spiritually elevated or spiritually, you know, enticed to go out. You know, and, and think better about a situation. Or if you go home and stress is there, you you, you know, you had the opportunity to build your armor up. Go home and like, look, look, devil, Satan, monster, go away today, baby, I ain't got time for it. But, you know, some things never played out like that. But I would go and there were a couple of ladies that was there were coming in because uh, I was going through the thinking process. And then that was this wonderful minister, uh, I think her, uh, 
Marinetta, Mary, I can't think. She was, she's the one that coached me and taught me. And when I did my first, uh, I guess my first uh, speech, we didn't call it a sermon yet because, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't got that far in the game. But, you know, do my little talk. That's what it was, a talk. And uh, I went through it, you know. I gained more, 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 more comfort, you know, to be in front of people, because being in front of people, you know, you're looking out there, you know, my focus was in the stuff I wrote down and the pages of the Bible I wanted to go to. But, you know, when you lift your head, you see people standing all twisted up and say, eh, eh, mm, fuck you. I'm sorry, I, I, I was trying to get that state in my head and say in my heart, because I did it with a finger in a quick war. But no, I was, I was mad enough and, 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 and understand enough that, you know, you can't make everybody happy, you know. People come there with an agenda. People come looking for their people. Oh, she's not. Uh, okay, do your thing. I ain't no hater. But I'm going to do me in the processes. Because I want you to know that, you know, if I'm giving this task to by, you know, my, my, my minister and he wants me to do well, you know, he's giving me the tools. You know, some things I had to figure out. You know, I have bought a lot of books and different things because that was in me. But, you know, there was a couple of ladies that would come. You know, and they were, you know, a couple of them was older. Uh, one or two of them was, was, you know, around my age. So we were all trying to get, you know, this, this, this minister. Uh, this, the, uh, was just like a certificate, you know, and say, you know, you're now able to, you know, be assistant pastor, associate pastor. You know, there's still some other steps you have to do, but you got this for this church. You know, when you go out in the street, you know, you got to have your paperwork so, you know, people question about you physically. But, you know, situations arise, you know, like, like I said, I didn't have a car, but they were so keen the fact that I would come off work, come to the church, open it up, uh, set it up, get everything ready so whoever showed up, you know, we would do it. And, you know, the uh, minister, I think it's Marnetta, Mary, I can't think of her name. She's a beautiful woman. She really, you know, was was kind of she was aggressive than mother, but she made sure, you know, she walked through them steps like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. Say it again. Now say it with some confidence. You know, be real with yourself. You're not, you know, weak in the water. Don't worry about what they seeing and looking. That was one thing I was. I said I look at people. And I, you know, I vibe off. You know what's going on around me. You know what's what's the what's what's the energy. You know I don't want this negative energy. I know I disappear. I get ghosts. But I had to stand through that because that was what I said I want to do. I want to try this road. I want to see if I can get there, get my certificate, and start you know speaking to the world about what the Most High put in my spirit. You know about my life and my journey that will help somebody else. So situation arose. Uh, this young lady, you know, you know, be there and. You know, she was, you know, she had her husband, you know, and they were doing their thing, you know. I'm cool with I wasn't trying to do no, 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 no. I'm going to creep on this nigga's wife because I know the nigga. And we cool? You got me fucked up. I don't know. I went through that shit in my younger days, you know. Situation I rode with friends associated with their women, you know, wanted to be intimate with me. And I didn't know it until shit arrived and shit came up. But, you know, I felt a vibe from a couple of these women. Hold on to two. Like, your neighbor saying, you're such a good young man. You're so kind. You, you believe in help people. I say, well, I, I try to carry that wherever I go because my mama, you know, she taught me the best she could with whatever wisdom knowledge she, she herself learned. Because my mother's, my mom's, my grandmother, you know, passed away. You know, she was killed. You know, by this crazy nigga. So, my mom was out her, she lost her mom early. 
So that was a tragedy in her spirit. And I think some of that, you know, kind of hardened her, you know, because I know losing a parent is tragic older, but I know it's gotta be fucking nightmarish when you're a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I had to seek my mother out for that now, but we don't talk to me out. But uh, I'm there and it became a vibe. I started picking up like, yo, you wanna holler at a nigga? Is you for real? Okay, okay, okay. But I had a wife. So I had to be ready for that if I was going to cheat inside the church and either get caught or stay my ass out of it. It wasn't no get caught and keep doing that shit Because eventually, like all things with human beings When you do these things with someone When you become intimate, you create a certain web Or a certain connection And when you do that, if you're not Willing to go where they're Trying to go with you Then the shit ain't gonna work So, we were, um, one night Um, I came in, set up, did everything And one old lady Said, well what you gotta do after you leave here? Now, first of all, if I leave here, I'm going home with my wife and kids. But some of the women, you know, got their um, family to drop them off. Real as shit, I kid you not. Or they came on the bus like me. So I was like, well, you know, I gotta go uh, home with another family. And she said, oh, you gotta, you know. Well, I, I, could you do me a favor? I need to, you know. Can you help me, you know, get home? So I will call back and say, okay, well, I'm gonna take such and such home, you know, I'm gonna ride home with her and then I'm gonna go, I mean, I would do some man, whoo go out of my way to be a helpful sometimes be help, and um so this situation before we went in the car, um we shut down the church, uh we closed up you know, she was still there, you know and then I was like, okay, well, let's get it, so we jumped on the bus, and you know I was going to ride her, you know, closest to home as possible because I had to double back because I had to, you know, I was hustling and grinding so I had to be up at a job in the morning and I had to be a job at night because I was working, um, like I said, corner breaker in the morning or afternoons and then or whatever I was I get from and then work on my other job at night, which was a parking garage. So that was like my full-time job. You know, I was there, I think, uh, midnight to eight. Uh, yeah, I was doing, no, I was doing, it was between uh, four to twelve, Midnight. No, it was poor because we had started. We had moved around. The, the, the company had changed around, so we was at this other garage, and it was like I was doing a, a four to one, I think, a five to one, something like that. But uh, we got on the bus. When I knew we got close to a spot, she's like, "Well, can you can you as a pop?" And when she said these words, "I pay you to help me get home." So you want, you know, you want, I can help you get a cow. Like, oh, you know, I'm getting like, man, baby, this is getting out of the bro. I got shit to do. I'm a spirit to do, keeping it on the level. But, you know, I'm like, all right. So jump off the bus. We walk, and she told me, man, how in life, you know, what's this, what's that? You know, do you like being married? Do you like this and that and the third? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with this shit. I'm, you know, I ain't tripping about it, you know. It's, it's what it is, what it is, you know. You choose a motherfucker. They choose you. That's something I'm talking about y'all too, you know. Uh, and you try to make the shit work. So we get up to a spot. She had a nice little home. So I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, come in. You, you know, you want something to drink? The I'm like, oh, Lord, this one I'm trying to hold nigga up. I ain't got time for all this. Come on, baby. Come on, come on. But uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah, can I get something to drink? I'm just 
In hindsight, my ass was like, you know what? Go home, get in your house, lock your door. So I go in, you know, and this wasn't no secondary weak ass, you know, classic. This was what I call uh, a silver fox. You know, she had the, you know, silvery hair, long hair, but, you know, built titties and ass. I can't lie, y'all. She got titties and ass. And she went in there and then she flipped the switch on me, you know, because she walked in. I thought she was going to get the water. I was going to drink it and take my black ass out the door. But it didn't play out like that. This is what happened, y'all. So, we get there. She goes in her room. She said, give me a second. I said, okay. She goes in her room. She changes her fucking clothes. Like that. I'm like, okay. Alright. And. No bro. I know this saw shit. I'm like, oh lord. I'm gonna really get into this shit. So, being who I am, I got a wife and kids. I'm, I'm just trying to be the good guy. I'm trying not to become a hoe, y'all. It's hard not to be a hoe. But you got to hold a hoe. Tell the hoe to go. Hoe sit your ass down. I have a family. I'm going to stick to the script. Fuck you, hoe. Slut. Tramp. Whatever the fuck it is, you know, going through. And she went back to water. I smelled a perfume. It hit me like a hammer. Boom. Just went straight to my brain. I was like, she, she. I did sit down while I was trying to be patient, but she sat on the couch. She had nice legs, pretty tall. I'm like, how's this awesome fuck doing this? Like, where your fan at? You know, where, where your big papa, where you, you, you know, your side piece, whatever the fuck you got going on in your life. I mean, I got heat, and she was looking at me like she was hungry. I watch you at church all the time. You're a good little boy. But you know, uh, you know, at times, you know, things can change. So if things change, holla at me. I don't see anymore. What the fuck gonna change? I got shit to do. She leaned over. She gave me the word, and I was drinking it. Now she said her statement. I was like, mm, okay, yeah. She did all the shit she wanted to say. She did like real up. I think it's sex. I think it's cute. And I will give you this pussy right now if you want to just open this roll. Uh, 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 my mind was like, fuck that. Jump that, nigga. Hit that shit, nigga. I'm like, uh, ma'am, um, you know I got a wife and kids. I can't play in this field like that. She said, I said, if shit change, holla at me. Up close person in the wall, fuck you. I'm like, Lord, Lord, Lord. Now, as I said, I come from a nightclub life. You know, we was fucking 40, 50, you know, we were doing shit. I know my young ass was. I was just learning that shit. But my emotions and my my realness and my, my, my not trying to be fake or phony or, or sneaky, dirty nigga wouldn't come up. So at that time, I was like, I heard myself say in my motherfucking mind, nigga, go, go, go. It's all there for you. She said, you can come over anytime. You can do this, that, and the third. She laid a hand on my knee, y'all. Lord. I said, whoop. Jumped out the couch and said, well, I got to go. I got stuff to do. You safe. I'm out. And she just laughed and said, no problem, but you know where I am and you know where I live. So if you decide to come by here, I'll make sure you have my number. At the church was a number left in money the time she came back to the church saying, uh, if I have anything to do at my house, would you be willing to, you know, I'll pay people, say that money shit, catch a nigga every time. Money, hey, whoa, 
But I had to be respectful. I had to turn her down and say, no, ma'am, I'm good. Thank you. You might want to find somebody else. So I had to, I broke ass, y'all. Kicked up dirt, ran this motherfucker to the motherfucking wall. Got on the bus. I ain't, I ain't, I just, I ran, y'all. And I, I'm a wrestler, you know. I'm a football nigga, you know. I got to the bus. I was shaking. I was like, what's wrong with me? And a minister said it one time. He says, when a demon or something shows up to throw you off your game, it's got to be something you want. It's got to be something willing to set you in another position or take you out of your position and put them in their position. But you got to be willing. I said, Lord, Lord, Lord. So I, I got on the bus, hurried my ass home, didn't tell my wife because I thought that was the end of the shit till I saw that shit she left at the church before. I then immediately had to talk to the pastor about it. He thought the shit was funny. He said, oh, I know she's an old vet. You know, she, you know, she been trying to knock the young boys, but, you know, they can't keep up. You talk that good. You, and he said it to me because, you know, the old school neck, you know, that's the street. You just met your test. Did you, tip? Did, you, did you get it? I was like, hell no, nah, I wasn't looking for no test. I ain't got no, I don't need no grade. I'm just trying to live, God damn it, trying to live. Let a nigga live. And um, he just laughed and thought, yeah, I know. He said, and I've had to explain to him, you know, you can't be hitting on it, you know, the people in the church like that, you know. But some dudes came and told him, you know, like, hey, she be like putting that shit on me. Some niggas went, but they couldn't keep up. And they got offended when she tuned out on their ass two minutes on the dude. So I'm assuming that's, that was her MO. But then, you know, like I said, the other situation, you know, you know, like, you know, she had a car, so I wasn't keen on letting no one for the drive me nowhere. You know, I'm, I'm like, I move how I move, you move how you move. I'm still human, I'm still me, goddammit. But <clears throat> this time I think uh something that happened in the church and um it took me longer to get out of there, so I think I missed my bus. So she's like, I'll drop you off. So eventually this became a recurring thing. You know, she said, oh, yeah, hey, you know, I got you. Don't worry about it. Just drop by now. You know, she's eating the food I bring, too, y'all. Hey. So she took it home to her husband, you know, and they ate. But after a while, it became a vibe. You know, you start, my, my thing is a vibe. I sense it off the top of some people, you know. Oh, that motherfucker on bullshit. Let me stay that way. That motherfucker wants something from me. Let me stay that way. This motherfucker dangerous. Let me stay that way. So we're, 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 we're riding, you know. I felt the vibe, so I was like... Not again. Not again. And no, most guys be like, this is this is prime example. Opera fucking opportunity to do some shit that's gonna cost you some shit in the long run, but not right now. Anybody ever find out? But she said some things, you know, she brought up troubles, you know, when her husband would have and I was like, well, you know, you know, talk to the pastor. You know, that might seem counseling outside of the pastor because I was trying to, you know, some things I noticed, like I said, from my father, I was like, mm-hmm. Not me, nigga, not me. But, you know, we talked and, you know, driving, you know, she dropped me all over. My wife knew she was, hey, there, But on the other end of it, you know, I felt a vibe like, you know, if I say something, it'll be okay for her to say something. See, that, that that's where you're choosing shit, you know. You're choosing to play that game and play the mind games and you tune in to see. And another thing, like I said earlier in the conversation, me and her husband was fucking cool. I ain't fuck around like that. This nigga me, we 
Man, when I showed up, when I first started coming in, he was one of the people, like, what up, bro? How you doing? Yeah, this such stuff is just true. He was tuning me into the church, you know, when my wife had brought me up in there. And um, I was like, oh, okay. Then I met some other brothers, you know. And those were the people I kind of gravitated to, you know, outside of my circle with my wife and my you know, wife, family, and my own. But he was always that dude. You know, he was like, yo, because my thing was, I need coffee in the morning. Every time I came to church, I had that coffee in the morning. I wasn't doing all that print. And to be honest with you, y'all will call me wrong, but I had a blunt. Yes, Lord. Because I knew in my head some of the things that were going on, I had to adjust my thinking. <laughs> but when it came up, I just moved different. You know, I mean, we good, I don't know. I just go ahead on. So when I started saying no to the rise, she was like, Why? What's on? Did I do something wrong? I said, No, I said, I just got other things to do. I need to make another stop or two before I hit them. Oh, you want me to drop you? I was like, No, 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 you got your life. You know, your husband waiting on you. I don't think I'm out here trying to kidnap you and keep you and shit. That's not my, that's not my poly. You know, that's not how I get down with that, you know, because I know the brother and I like him and he's cool peeps. You know, cool blood, cool fam. But I'm going to tell y'all. Those moments, if my old club street nigga me would have opened my mouth, I'd have had a silver fox and a young tender at my beck and call. But when you're considering yourself a man or a woman and you have certain levels of integrity or certain levels of respect for yourself first, you don't want to do that. And be honest with what about me, you know, just not cheating with her or getting involved with shooting my wife, you know. How that gonna work? We get caught up in some shit. I'm the pastor's son. I mean, son-in-law. And I'm supposed to just like her, uh, you know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, pressure coming. A test is coming. You ain't got to think about it. You ain't got to worry about it. If you're doing good and you're keeping your focus on your grind, your goals, your uh, future plans, your love, your hopes and dreams, tests come. My mother used to say this all the time. You either going, you either going in, you're already in, or you on the way the fuck out. Because life is going to throw shit at you. But you got to have faith within yourself and the most high creator. That you covered. Now I ain't gonna say stuff ain't gonna happen that's gonna make you feel some type of way, but you gotta believe in yourself, you will prevail. Even if it take a while, even if it take a while. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Cause things going around, you wanna cheat your boo, but it ain't there yet. You know, you got this things gotta be put in position, you gotta have it this way, you know what I'm saying? You gotta get there. <clears throat> I learned and understood tests, but I didn't understand why but then as I began to think as I've gone up a little bit in this ministry business there are lonely people out there whether it's male or female they come to church every Sunday they come and invest their money they come into the events they come up they there Sunday from sun up to sundown go home laugh we have a good time and everybody go home but there are things people are not telling you because they know if they reveal themselves to you, you want to see to see a weakness in which people don't want to look weak to you. Because that means you're going to, if, if you get the opportunity to think they're weak, you got that advantage to kind of try them or come at them with something. I ain't that nigga, fuck you, ain't your motherfucker. Work on that. 
Keep your shit together. Stay down out of the way. Handle your business. Not everything you got to be all upset about. For what? You want something, nigga, go get it. It might take you a minute or two. Sister girl, you want to go get it. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to cost. The question is, and the pastor used to say this at times, are you willing to pay the price with that? Whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's some sexual, some emotional, some psychological. What are you willing to pay to have this in your life? Everything has a price. Nobody understands why it's a price. Because everything costs. Nothing ain't free. If it's free, you better check your fingers and toes. Make sure they ain't gone. If it's free, you better understand what free means. Because free ain't always free. Free with a side of mm-hmm, catch your ass sipping. But uh, those experiences and those young ladies help me understand some things about myself. I can say no. I can agree. I can, you know, not have, you know, excess drama in my life unless I want that. And when I saw ministers in certain parts, you know, they were so, you know, they they, 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 they old. To me, it was like a shell. You know, all, you know, everything. And understand that they're trying to elevate the mind of the people in the sense that, you know, lean further on the Lord and not on yourself. Lean further on God and not on your own thinking. Because your thinking will screw up, people will screw up for you. But that shit was crazy. I had, I had been in nightclub industry some years, y'all. And I was in and out of there. I mean, I met all kinds of entertainers, saw all kinds of situations involving all kinds of altercations, you know. And, and and still had a bunch of women, you know. That's what they say, oh, you in a nightclub, you a big asshole. And that wasn't always true, but through the course of my life, I saw that those points in my life where it was true. Uh, let me see. One young lady that I was, you know, when I was in the club industry, you know, and I began to understand that, you know, this is why I used to call it a sexual of sexual candy land or sexual escapade candy land because there was always somebody wanting just like the church just like the church so many men and women wanting someone to love someone to hold someone to just be there when bullshit happens or when bullshit is good or when shit is good and they can express how happy they have somebody like but you got to understand every person that you involve yourself with come with a price tag on it the question is can you pay it or if the price tag it's something else. Can you pay? Can you invest what you are or what you have as a person within that? And it works for you. And it, it, it goes forward for you. If you can do that, then you should be able to figure out what the hell you're doing. But some people, you know, some people have different disabilities. Some people have different emotional, you know, hangups or, or, or emotional, you know, trust issues. You know, they want somebody to love and care for them, even through their bullshit. That's the one thing I understand about human beings, is that for someone to care about you enough to deal with your bullshit on a regular basis, they have got to have something, and they have to have some kind of tangible care about your motherfucking well-being. Y'all, we done reached our maximum recording time segment, 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. All right, we're at 5, I mean, 55 now. Through all of this, I am vigilant to tell you guys, you are the best that you can fucking be. You may not feel like it. may seem like the world kicking you in the ass. may wake up and don't feel like getting up doing shit with breathing. But understand this. You were given an opportunity. 
not perfect. You know why not perfect? Because if it was perfect, you probably wouldn't give a fuck about it. You probably wouldn't waste your time with it. But when it's troubled or has a little kinks and little things, you have to, you know, learn to work together. Try some things. See if you can make this shit work. If it can't work, then don't, don't, don't stress yourself out. If you love yourself first, love, love thyself to understand thyself, to show thyself kindness and mercy. You know, other people may not. Show it to yourself. Show love to yourself. Care about what makes you like. You may not have anybody in your life. Or you may have somebody in your life who treats you like shit. Or don't care about how you get down. Or don't care about if you get up tomorrow. But they always need, they always at your motherfucking bank call. They always at your corner. Fuck that. Be you. Go be great. Go show the world that, you know, you have something to offer. Not only just financial or, or, or food or whatever it is. But just help. Simple things. Kindness can always be done. I, I had an opportunity, you know, a friend of mine, when I went um, to her family party, you know, I brought bread because this was a house on their first day and moved. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I bring bread and wine, I think. And everybody else brought other shit. But my shit seemed to really affect the moment because they broke it down. They had different kind of uh, things in there. And it was like, wow. This is what you're supposed to bring to a home. I didn't think it was anything. I had the shit. I'm going to give it up. But ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, the Savage Kingdom says, go be great. I've had my pressures and times and the way I feel when things don't seem to go right. But I know one thing. I am who I am because the creator made me who I am. I'm happy to be me. Sometimes not always, you know, super happy, even when the pressures come. But I know things will change. Things will pass. And I'll just have to be, you know, patient. And that's a hard thing sometimes. You got to learn to be patient. And then if patience is not, you got to change some shit. Or let some shit go. If you do not, you will stress yourself out that you lose hair. Go gray earlier than you need to. You know, love shouldn't be hard. Having peace shouldn't be hard. Someone caring about your well-being shouldn't be hard. You shouldn't have to stress over shit you don't cause. But humans are humans, babies. Humans are humans, babies. So you've got to learn to say, hey, I understand. I'm going to step back and let you do you. And I'm going to focus on what I got to do for me. I'm not trying to be mean or hurtful. I just think at this time we ain't seeing fucking eye to eye. So I want you to go ahead and live your life and I'll be at peace and I'm going to live my motherfucking life. You know? Hurt people hurt people. Understand that. And when you understand that, you'll know how to not to be a person of hurt. Yeah, we done been through some tragic shit. We done went through some dramas. But you don't have to pour that out on somebody else's life. You don't have to pour that out on anybody's life. You are a great person just the way the fuck you are. Whether you're L, you know, gay, lesbian, straight, BBW, skinny as a, as a thimble, or big as a house. Whatever the negative connotations people speak on your spirit or your life, your body, your mind. Fuck them. You still was given an opportunity to be here for a purpose. But you serve a purpose and a reason for this world. You just got to figure it out. Find it. Take your time out of your life. Whether you're working, going to school, find what makes you happy. Gives you peace. And seek that. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks about. Because they ain't got shit for you. I go through situations, tragedies, and trials. And I still have to say, you know what? Hey, it is what it is. As long as I'm doing my part to be of help. Not a hindrance. Not a foot on your neck, not, you know, causing chaos and drama because I'm bored with my motherfucking life. No! My mama said, hey, get up, take a shower, 
shut that, brush that shit off, start a new day. Ten toes down in this bitch. You feel me? Brothers and sisters, you gotta do that. You can't be waiting on nobody else to do it for you. You gotta find your peace and live your peace. Alright, we're at 59, 44, 45, 46. I want you to go and be great, be loved, be at peace. Understand who you are and have a fucking good time. This is Savage King and the Savage King saying, what up? We're going to do it again, y'all. I'm out.